0: Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're delighted that you've joined us and we are taking your calls. Give us a call at 877-877-363-8463. Today's show is going to be a little bit different and very, very special to us. Um, As many of you likely know at this point, two years ago today is... um, is is when Irvin Baxter passed away. Irvin Baxter, of course, I would assume all of you know, but I realize that there are new people um, all the time asking. It seems like, Doug, randomly someone will say, uh, who's Irvin Baxter? Or yeah. um, they're, they're surprised that he's dead. Right. I'm like, where in the world have you been? But nonetheless, two years ago today is when Irvin Baxter passed away. And so You and I were talking yesterday about this fact and how, since we're doing the show, we should do something to pay tribute to him and how special he was to you and I, but to uh, all of the end-time audience as well, and to, I mean, ultimately millions of people around the world. And so that's what today's show is going to be about. So we hope that you call in. We will be getting to the phones to... um, uh, perhaps take a moment for you to share um, what Irvin meant to you or maybe a testimony of how his work or something that he did, how it impacted your life. Um, so give us a call, 877 877 time eight seven seven we are also going to be playing um, six different clips of Irvin Baxter um from his very last prophecy conference Doug mm-hmm.
1: you were there I do believe I was there yeah we were in Ohio uh at a beautiful church there and at a beautiful time of year too we were there in October and the trees were all changing and it was fall it's the first time I really kind of been up in that part of the country in the fall and got to see all the colors that I hear about all the time but yeah, it was a the foliage. Yeah, it was uh it was neat it was a special time to be with uh Pastor Baxter and Sister Baxter um both it was we had a really good time it was a special um a special conference for us because it was his last one and he shared some things with us personally on that conference that uh he had never shared with us before in personal Things about us and how much we meant to him, and it was it was pretty awesome just to to reflect back on that and it was a good time so. well, I know we're not going
0: to have time to get into the clips in this segment before um, the first round of commercials come so Doug, um, maybe it would be a good time for you and I to just i guess maybe mention something about what he meant to us. We were talking in the uh, production meeting and I know I was crying, which I'm not a big <laughs> crier. That doesn't happen that, like, I'm not too prideful to cry. Right. But I just don't cry a whole lot. And for some reason, it, well, obvious uh, for obvious reasons, uh, <laughs> it just kind of, it's, it's hitting me today in a different way. Yeah. Um, and I'm not the type where I've been crying every day since he passed away. You know, I'm rejoicing right. that he's more alive now than he's ever been. And, yeah, um, you know what's more exciting than being the, in the presence of our Lord, and mm-hmm. so I'm rejoicing about that. I really am, and and you can testify to that. But yeah. um, I don't know, just reflecting on who he was and how it impacted me in every aspect. Like the, I can't really, um, I can't really think back in a phase of my life where he wasn't part of it. He's my grandfather, and so he's literally been a part. Of my life from birth and and heavily involved for most of those years, yeah. one way or another, I mean I've talked about it a little bit. My parents were divorced right after I was born, and so he played a big role in um on my mom's side of uh you know being there on the days that I was at in her custody and so um we spent a lot of time together in my younger years, and then of course, he was my pastor. And I ended up working at End Time a few years after getting out of high school and worked here uh, part-time or volunteer or something pretty much my whole life. And I came back full-time in 2011 and Ben was around him. So I can't look to a phase where he wasn't there and impacted me to some degree. And so um, there's a lot you and I could say and never get to any calls or never play any clips. So what's something from your perspective?
1: Well, you know... Vince, I think that right now, this time around, it's harder for me because um, you know, he was a spiritual father to me. Yeah. And uh and just losing my physical father, you know, last month and, and dealing with that, uh and then, you know, coming back and this being two years since Brother Baxter passed, it is it it hits me a lot different because he is he's impacted my life uh so much and uh, I mean, if it wasn't for Brother Baxter, I wouldn't be where I am today. And it's not because I'm talking about I wouldn't be here at any time. I mean, I wouldn't spiritually be uh, born again and, and know where I'm headed uh, when I pass from this life. And, and he's a large part of that. You know, you know, a lot of people know my story that I just kind of stumbled across the ministry one day when I got my pickup truck at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, many many years ago back in the 90s and uh, I think around 99 or so uh, and got in my truck one day and was looking for another radio station or another person on the radio station uh, that I would listen to occasionally and I turned it over there and there was Irvin Baxter and uh, I started listening to he was doing the study on the seven trumpets that day and I started writing stuff down and going back and checking it out. When I got home, it got me excited about the Bible, uh, and I never really was excited about the Bible. I started listening to the show every day and really uh, got enthused going through a uh, a really hard part of my life, and, and my married life uh, at that time was kind of rocky because of some of the things that had happened in our in our situation there. And Brother Baxter got me back on track and got me back where I needed to be. And eventually that led to me uh, being so excited about God and and enthused about God that I went into ministry and started teaching. And uh, so, you know, he impacted my life uh, more than I think he really realized how much, you know, he impacted it. And now, To be sitting here is just crazy. After all these years, you know, of listening, you guys were in Indiana. Then you moved to my hometown. Mm -hmm. I met him personally, was able to be there at the offices and then, you know, look, here I am now sitting behind the desk, you know, that he sat at for so long. And so uh, just phenomenal the impact that he made on me. And he was such a godly man that, you know, just being in his presence, I wanted to be more closer to God. I, w- I wanted to have the relationship with God that he had. Well, and that's what one thing that was
0: so special about him is, you know, he wasn't really self-centered. He wasn't self-serving. He pointed to Jesus. Yeah. And he always made it like the priority to, to redirect folks to God. And so mm-hmm. um, what an example. Today's not just a tribute show, though. Uh, we are going to get into some prophecy questions because... Uh, He answered quite a few, so we're going to revisit some of those. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be very special.
2: Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit, fit, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future. Or call 800 in time that's 800-363-8463
3: hi i'm judy baxter when Irvin and i got married we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry since we started in time ministries there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills but god has always provided we started with the magazine then went on radio and tv It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
4: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says serving end time prophecy call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information
0: Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is eight seven seven End Time 8463 Today we are reviewing six questions with Irvin Baxter. As we said previously, today is the uh, two year marker of when he passed away unexpectedly. Of course, he's the founder of End Time Ministries. Led this ministry for thirty four years and uh, is still very, very close uh, to our hearts. And, of course, our whole team uh, loved him tremendously. We have a number of family members that work here who uh, he's impacted their life since they were born. And so um, we will always be very tied to Irvin Baxter. We have no intention of trying to erase any history that's existed and uh, uh, erase him whatsoever or or Judy. And so uh, today we are looking back... um, at Irvin Baxter's Life, and he answered a number of questions over the years. And so we actually have something special, Doug, from the um, um, Irvin's Last Words series. uh, His last conference that he did, it was about a month, uh, less than a month, three weeks maybe before he passed away. Um, And in that, he answered a number of questions. And so we're going to show clips from that today. Um, But before we do, I, I, I do need to mention that... This weekend we are doing a special um, online prophecy weekend. Um, let's see, we are basically emphasizing election-related topics, but we expand into a lot of other things while we're doing it. Uh, we just can't help ourselves sometimes, Doug. But nonetheless, we will do that. Uh, you can go to com slash OPW. The stuff we're talking about would be censored on social media in a number of cases. And so this is actually going to be exclusive to End of the Age Plus subscribers You can go to endtime.com slash OPW. You don't even have to pay for it. It's actually, uh, there's a seven-day free trial that you can do. And if you sign up today, that will obviously cover the Online Prophecy Weekend that happens tomorrow and Saturday. So be sure to go to endtime.com slash OPW to learn about the schedule for the sessions. There's four different sessions that will happen. And uh, also get your access to Online Prophecy Weekend be sure to do that today. All right, Doug, how do we want to get into these, these clips of Irvin Baxter?
1: Okay. Just to kind of set it up and let you know what's going on. So at uh, our prophecy conferences, he would do a Saturday night. That would be a, you know, a set plan that this is, you know, the conference, whatever the subject was for that particular conference. And then on Sunday mornings, we would go in, he would do a prophecy update, and then roll into a question and answer where the audience actually gets to ask him a question and and he responds to it. So uh, that's what we're going to look at here. And we we got some great questions because a lot of them pertain to questions we take every day. And so these are are some of the the best questions from that conference. There were more than this. So if you uh, ever wanted to Check that out for yourself. There's a lot more content there, but these are just the ones that I took so we would have time to put them on the program today. Well, let's so, get to the first one. All right, right, let's do it. All right, lady right
5: here. I have two questions. One is during the millennium, it's my understanding that there'll be animal sacrifices that will be mandated when Jesus is there, and I wondered why. Why? Two, when will World War Three
6: take place during that? Is it going to be during that seven-year space? The, um, the Bible does not specifically say that there will be animal sacrifices. You are probably referring to Zechariah chapter 14, where it says that the nations will have to come to Jerusalem and bring an offering unto the Lord. This will probably be a tithing of the income of that nation. So, um, like you say, during the millennium, there's not supposed to be any killing. The Bible says the bear and the cow shall feed together, that the wolf and the lamb will lie down together. There will not be any more killing. There will not be any more war. The Bible tells us that they will beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks, and men will learn war no more. There won't even be a military. So it's going to be peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Um, So that's my understanding. I don't think they're actually going to do animal sacrifices because of the principle that no more killing during that time. And the way I read the scriptures, that's the way I understand it. Now, as far as... World War 3 you're referring to the Sixth Trumpet War of Revelation chapter number 9. The Bible prophesies that the Euphrates River will be dried up to make way... No, 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 I'm, I'm misquoting. The Bible says that four angels that are bound in the great river Euphrates will be loosed and that one-third of mankind will be killed as a result. There will be an army that participates in that war of 200 million soldiers. There's never been an army that large before. However, Mao Zedong, the late leader of China, boasted that he could put 200 million soldiers on the battlefield. There are three entities right now with enough population to field that many soldiers. China, India, and Islam. Islam has the largest population at all. They have about 1.8 million And since the Bible says the war will start from the Euphrates River, every inch of the Euphrates River is controlled by Muslims. It starts in Turkey, which is a 98% Muslim nation. goes down through Syria, 92% Muslim. Down through Iraq, 97% Muslim. And then the last uh, 60 miles, it is the border between Iraq and Iran. Iran is almost 100% Muslim. Because if you're not a Muslim, there you get your head cut off. That's an easy way to maintain the percentage. That's what they do. So uh, every inch of the Euphrates River is controlled by Islam, and that's where the war will start from. But it cannot end there. It undoubtedly will be a world war because you've got to have a lot of people involved to kill 2.5 billion people, one-third of mankind. So uh, it was very con- concerning to me that China recently has signed a pact with Iran because that's causing China to be more involved in the Middle East, and there's a very strong possibility that China will be involved in this war. I hope the United States is not going to be involved. I can't promise you you that we're not involved, because it takes a lot of nuclear weapons to wipe out one-third of the world's population. So there's a chance we will be involved. The Bible doesn't say that, however. It does not tell us specifically which nations will be involved. It just tells us how many people will be killed. Say, well, where do we go to hide? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. The way you hide against anything that Satan may send in this world, is to be ready. Because when you're ready, death loses its fear in your life. The Apostle Paul said, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Ladies and gentlemen, death is no big deal. Because the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So when a person dies with the Lord, it's goodbye world, hello Jesus. Yes. I can I can tell you're all enthused about dying, <laughs> but uh, death is not a destination. Death is only a doorway. Right? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, uh, Paul actually wanted to die. He said, I'm in a big dilemma. I know you need me to stay here and teach you, but he said, I'd like to go on and be with the Lord. So, he said, I am in a strait betwixt two. Uh, and we all should be able to live that way, right? Okay. Except for you, ladies, and you say, "But what about my grandkids?" <laughs> I understand that uh, we have we have nine or ten now. So we have, and I'm not even fifty yet. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> so, okay, all right. Next question. <laughs> not even fifty yet. <laughs>
0: He talked about death a lot, Doug, in mm-hmm. sermons. I've listened to a lot of his old sermons, and it's interesting how he talked about death. And then I don't know why. I mean, I guess because he's dead now that it stands out so much. Yeah. How excited he was about death. Yeah. I mean, you could hear it in his voice there, like death is doorway, like mm-hmm. you
1: know, <laughs> this is going to be a great thing. Yeah. And he really felt that way. Oh yeah. And so I can remember him telling us Vince, that, you know, he was going to keep on pushing and doing everything he could for the Lord and that he would just kind of slide into the grave and we could just kind of throw the dirt on top of him. And that's yeah. that's how he lived his life. And and he's right. You know, it's goodbye world and hello, Jesus. And he was looking forward to that. And um, yeah, I mean, you could you could tell even as he's telling the story about Paul and saying, I know you need me here to. To teach you, but I'd rather be with Jesus. And man, when he said that, that just almost got me right there. So I'm going to stop talking.
0: <laughs> well, maybe this next clip will. Let's check out yeah. the other question. All
1: right.
7: I understand there's been so much scripture mentioned uh, during this service that makes so much sense. Biblically in alignment with uh, the peace deal in, in Trump's plan, um, can you, however, point me to any specific scripture, scripture that can really make that deal a pinnacle as the beginning of the seven years, the uh, the agreement? I mean, as do I need to rephrase that?
6: I understand what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, the scripture I did read Daniel nine twenty seven, where it says. He, the Antichrist, will confirm the covenant with many for seven years. So that's the scripture that indicates. Now there are many other scriptures that you can bring in with that. Because Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation, then let those uh, flee; those in Judea flee, because then will be great tribulation. So the abomination of desolation triggers the great tribulation. Like I told you last night. I know it's been traditionally taught that the tribulation will last for seven years. It may shock you to know there's not one scripture in the entire Bible that teaches a seven-year tribulation. Not one. There are six specific scriptures that say the great tribulation will last for three and a half years. Now, there is a seven-year period called Daniel's 70th week, but the abomination of desolation happens in the middle of it. Daniel nine twenty seven tells us that. In the midst of the week, he'll cause the sacrifice and the oblation to stop. And for the overspread of abominations, he makes it desolate. It's the abomination of desolation that marks the beginning of the great tribulation. Jesus said that in Matthew 24, 15 through 21. When you see the abomination of desolation, then let those which be in Judea flee, because then will be great tribulation then will be great tribulation. So it starts at the abomination of desolation and goes for the next three and one half years. So Daniel 9.27 is the main text. Now, when it says, uh, immediately, many people say, well, if, if Trump's peace plan is the plan, then it appears he'll have to be the Antichrist. That's the next question that people ask. But he can't be because... Uh, The Bible teaches, like I mentioned in the lesson last night, that America is going to be fighting against the Antichrist, not embracing the Antichrist, during the final uh, three and a half years. So that means Trump could not be. Well, then how is everything going to happen? Well, Mahmoud Abbas refuses to go to the peace table as long as Trump is presiding. So he now has approached Antonio Guterres, who is the head of the United Nations, and said, I'm asking you to convene an international peace conference after the first of the year. And I want the United States, the European Union, Russia, and the United Nations to all be involved in this conference. So there's going to be, almost the whole world will be involved. If they reach an agreement, the Bible says that the Antichrist will confirm the covenant with many m-a-n-y so that's the key word there there are going to be many different people that will be signing on to this abraham accord and amongst all those is going to be the antichrist somewhere and we don't know who he is yet okay remember it was
1: during covid well it was and <laughs> so that's why the guy's standing there with a the mask
0: my favorite part is when the guy goes up to him and says you're in the shot and yeah. he moves over to still be in the shop. yeah <laughs> If you're listening on your radio, there's a guy standing in front of Irvin. Yeah. But what it really is, he's holding a microphone, and when people have a right. question, he goes up and, and gives them the mic. So Correct. That's what that's about. Yeah. He,
1: it's not a bodyguard or anything like no. that. No. We didn't do that. He did kind of look like a bodyguard, though. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> um, that would have been my job, though, so I was his bodyguard. Yeah, don't mess with Doug <laughs> on that one. Now,
0: I, I, again, Doug mentioned this is part of um, Irvin's Last Words, and... Uh, There's five sessions in Irvin's Last Words. It's a special DVD package we put together after he passed away. It's his last TV show, his last radio show, his last conference, and the last message that he preached um, in um, like a a regular message, not a prophecy message. And so um, that's all part of Irvin's Last Words, which is actually part of our uh, seven deals of Christmas, Doug. And so you can go to intime.com/6q that's the url for today the number 6 and the letter q that does not stand for q and on it stands for questions because this is 6 questions <laughs> with irvin baxter so intime.com/ clarified slash that vince the number 6 and the letter q intime.com/6q you can go there and get irvin's last words It's available for a limited time and there's limited quantities available Um, for a donation of any amount. So you can give $5, you can give $5,000. It doesn't matter. Whatever the Spirit tells you to give, go there and do it, and you can have this entire session where he answers questions like he's doing on this video and uh, four other lessons. So be sure to do that today. We'll be right back with more clips and calls. We'll see you.
2: Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty?
0: Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince DeGol here with Doug Norvell. Don't forget about the Online Prophecy Weekend, which starts tomorrow at 11 a.m. It's exclusively available to Into the Age Plus subscribers, so you can learn more about how to get free access to that event if you're not a subscriber already by going to endtime.com/opw. Of course, if you are already a subscriber, you're going to get notifications on that. It's going to be on the browse page where you normally go. And you can also learn some things at endtime.com opw as well. So be sure to check that out. You're going to get sessions from me, Doug, and Dave by ourselves. And then we come together for one session where we address topics that you've submitted um, in the fourth and final session. So two tomorrow and two on Saturday. We're going to have a great time talking about election-related topics. And, of course, we expand into other areas as well so you won't want to miss it. So check that out. Today we are honoring Irvin Baxter, who is our founder and um, led End Time Ministries for 34 years and means uh, so much to all of our team here and to our audience, of course. Um, And so we are so blessed because of the life that he lived. And, of course, Judy Baxter is with us still, and uh, she is a great example for all of us and doing a, a wonderful job at showing us how to be a Christian in turbulent times. And so she is such a blessing to all of us as well. And uh, today it's the two-year marker of when Irvin Baxter passed away. So we're honoring him. And uh, it's fun to watch these questions uh, that he answers because uh, he was very special and inspired many. And so... That's what we're taking the time to do today. We're also going to take your calls. You can call in and share testimony that maybe you have at 877-877-363-8463. So we're going to take a call now. Let's go to Mary Ann in Utah. Mary Ann, welcome to End of the Age. Mary Ann, barely hearing something, but not all the way. <laughs> So I think we'll have to put Marianne on hold.
8: No, oh, no, I'm nope. here. You're
0: here, is. Marianne.
8: I am here.
0: Well, I don't know what happened, but it doesn't matter. You're here now. Let's go.
8: <laughs> oh, my word. I love that man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm so thankful to both of you. Can you not hear me? We yes, ma'am, we can. We
0: hear yes, ma'am.
8: Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I loved Irvin with all my heart. Uh I do realize that it is his second um, anniversary, I don't know if that's what you want to call it. But I remember, because I even talked to Dave, well, I first saw Irvin on the Jim Baker show, and he mesmerized me, or just, (laughs) just, uh, oh my goodness, just something, and I thought, oh my goodness, I just love this man, and how, so I've been hooked ever since. But I was so thankful that you had him on, having having him on today, because I, because there's something really special about what happened that day, because I heard about him, I walked out my backyard, I shared this with Dave, it's probably in the archives, and I walked out my backyard and I could swear he was telling me goodbye, that's just what a special person that he was, and I think he probably did that around the world to people, because he was such a wonderful, wonderful person. I thought, I'm sure he's not. I'm not the only one he's saying that to. But anyway, that's very special to me. Yeah. So I just want to thank you for everything that you do. And he's very special to me. And actually, I'm holding back the letters, too. So thank you, and I'll let you go to your other callers. And God bless.
0: Thanks, Marianne, thank for you. sharing that. I do remember her call, Doug. Yeah. Um, it feels like it was last month, but it, I guess it was two years ago. So yeah. I appreciate Marianne calling again and sharing that perspective. And we'll have other calls um, as well as we go throughout the show. I think we want to get back into some clips now, though, Doug. Is that right?
1: Yeah, let's look at a couple Let's look more at more the more. third clip. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you about Persia, which is Iran, I do believe. Yes. And what part did they take part? Because China's right there, and so is not Russia right in that point.
6: Is that not where the army is supposed to march down through to the Middle East to Israel? Yes, in Ezekiel chapter 38, which we've not talked about in this uh, session, but in Ezekiel 38, uh, Ezekiel 38 is the Battle of Armageddon, 38 and 39. And it says there that Russia, Persia being Iran, Togarmah, which is Turkey, Ethiopia and Libya will all come down against Israel. The Bible says the Euphrates River will be dried up. And they will all come down across the Euphrates, down through Syria, and they will invade Israel at the plain of Megiddo. That's the reason the battle is called Armageddon. Because Har-Megiddo is the two words that give us Armageddon. And so they're going to come down. The battle will start there in the plain plain of Megiddo and it'll end up at the gates of Jerusalem. But anyway, uh, Iran is going to be there, Turkey is going to be there, Russia is definitely going to be there, and, and many other nations probably. It will all be under a UN flag. And they'll be coming down as a world government armies, army to force Israel to obey.
1: Yeah, so we get a question about you know, Ezekiel 38 and 39 all the time. We've, we've actually done a program on here where we prove scripturally that that is the Battle of Armageddon. But it's a great question because right now, you know, these are nations that are in the news. You know, we're hearing more and more about uh, World War Three, And so we're hearing a lot about China, hearing a lot about Iran, hearing a lot about Russia right now. Uh, even, uh, you know, they're pulling in uh, Pakistan and uh, India as well, you know, talking about those Two Nations and, and what they're doing uh, with the nuclear warheads that they have. And so uh, always good. It, it shows you how much uh, our, our listeners are educated on these matters and, and the questions they're asking. I was blown away by these questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always good. This is where I'd learned so much is sitting in on these question answer uh, sessions because people would ask questions that I hadn't even thought about. And I'm like, man, that's a great question. And he always had the answer for them. So. He sure did. And when the
0: few times when he didn't, he would say, I don't know. I don't know. Which is what <laughs> I appreciate so much. Yeah. Um, again, this is just a few questions of the many from this session. You can uh, get the whole thing on a five-DVD set called Irvin's mm-hmm. Last Words. Go to com slash 6Q. That's the number six and the letter Q. It stands for six questions, even though there's more on the DVD. But... For this particular show, we're covering six questions. We're going to get to another clip. But before we do, let's go back to the phones. You can call us at 877-877-363-8463. Perhaps share testimony uh, of uh, Irvin Baxter and how he, he perhaps impacted your life. Let's go to Brenda in California. Brenda, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi, Brenda.
9: How are you two today?
0: We are doing well. How about yourself?
9: I'm doing good, thank you. Yes, I, uh, when I tuned in today, I thought, oh my goodness, this is impossible, it could be two years. I remember the day and the, I did shed some tears and I missed him so much, I couldn't even listen to the program for a while. But I'm glad to say that I am again now. And I just wanted to say I have learned so much from him and i'm sorry he opened my eyes to so many truths and i'm so thankful grateful and when he passed i was happy for him but sad for us because i knew we yeah. miss him yeah absolutely and i am so thankful that god has provided three strong christian men to carry on his work and develop it even further and I just wanted to say that the last words he said to me I talked with him by phone on the air I don't really know how long before he passed but his last words to me were were well keep digging
2: <laughs> yeah.
9: those words resounded my mind so often to keep studying keep learning keep faithful until the lord returns amen and i know we're getting very close and i'm happy about it Hmm. and yet i know the lord says to be patient and to let him take care of the timing and i even Usually now, as I'm getting older, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll get online to get the latest news, just to see if World War III broken out anywhere.
0: You sound and like us, Brenda. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I'm always a little, it sounds strange, I know, but I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I don't look forward to it. I just wanted to get over with and right. get on with it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I Ready to you see Jesus. Yes, ma'am. We <laughs> well, anyway, I won't take any more time, but I just wanted to say how his last words to me, well, keep digging, <laughs> have encouraged me and challenged me to keep digging.
1: Amen. <coughs> Amen. Well, Brenda, you thank you so, so much for your say. call. God bless you, Brenda.
0: Doug? Doug? We don't have time to break away and cry like little babies to go to a clip um, (laughs) because the clips are too long before the commercials come in. So um, I do want to remind you again, these clips that we're showing, you can get the whole thing at endtime.com slash 6Q. um, And also that we'll be hosting the online prophecy weekend starting tomorrow. You can join that for free. Uh, by setting up a free trial with into the H
1: plus. So go to endtime.com slash OPW. Um I would like to say something about what Brenda said there. Please do. When you know when he said keep digging, that was what he was always encouraging us to get in the Word ourselves. I mean one of the things that he would say time after time is don't take my word for it. Get in the Word and and look at what God's Word says. One of the greatest things that I always was impressed about uh, Pastor Baxter was the fact that he backed everything that he said up with scripture. And if he, if it was an opinion, he would tell you, now this is my opinion. I don't have any scripture to back this up, but all of the things that he taught as fact, he backed it up with scripture. And he encouraged everyone to get out there and to study the word yourself and uh and never he didn't ever mind if somebody was teaching his material to other people, I know there, that there was one time where somebody had asked for permission to use some of our products, and he said, "That's what they're for." I've I've designed these lessons for you to take these lessons and for you to go out and teach, and so he. That's why he, you know, the Jerusalem Prophecy College is such a big deal to us because that was his heartbeat. Was he wanted other people to be educated by these things, and that is set up in a way that you can go through those lessons and learn and take the test. And you can actually watch yourself growing because you can you can say, hey, you know, I didn't do too well on this test. I can take this test over. And you can actually grow through that, you know, with each one of those semesters that you do in JPC. And I know a lot of people love JPC. We get people all the time that are telling me how wonderful they appreciated JPC because originally that started out for the people in Jerusalem, and then it grew to be in an online college course that you could take. And uh, and people have just absolutely loved it. But that was his heartbeat. He wanted to teach us so that we could turn around and teach others. Well, Doug, he was what
0: some would consider to be an old school Christian, you know. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't this show up on Sunday right. and sit in your theater seat and listen to the band. yeah, And then get, you know, four words of encouragement that's going to make you a stronger uh, person and whatever else. It was, you got to have skin in the game. Oh, yeah. Jesus said to go make disciples that make disciples, right? not just show up on Sunday. <laughs> and so that's the way he was. And so he wanted you to know that part of your calling, part of the reason that Jesus saved you and called you was so you could tell other people about Jesus. And so that's what he was about. That's what he wanted you to be about because he believed that's what the Bible said. We'll talk more about it on the other side of the break. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have more clips to get to, and we really want to try to get to all of those. And I don't know that we're going to have time, Doug, but uh, let's go ahead and get right into the fifth, uh, no, the, excuse me, the fourth clip uh, with Irvin Baxter. The question on this one is what happens after we die? So let's check it out.
5: So I kind of got to go back to that death. <laughs> I hate to talk about death. But, you know, parts of the Bible say that when, he, Jesus, when Jesus returns, he's going to raise the dead. You know, and I believe in you, if you die in Christ, you're present with God. So where is that conflict? And, you know, I, I'm not going to pull. I have friends who were raised Jehovah's Witness, and they believe that everybody dies. Um, so when then they just lay in rest until Jesus comes again.
6: Actually, both of those things are true. The Bible says when a person dies, their body goes down to the dust, and their spirit goes back to God that gave it. So in Revelation chapter number 6, verse 9 through 11, we're given an insight. There we see souls under the altar, and they are saying, How long, O Lord, till thou dost avenge our blood upon those that dwell upon the earth? And the Lord says, Rest, just a little season until your brethren shall be killed like as you were. The Bible teaches extensively on what happens to us in 1 Corinthians 15. It states that when you die and your body goes into the ground, that body is not the one that's coming out. The Bible teaches it's like a, a corn of wheat or like a seed of corn. When you plant corn, 90 days later you have ears on your table. You're not eating the piece of corn you put in the ground. That only became the seed for the new stalk that will be created. So your old body with arthritis, or maybe you're too skinny, or maybe you're too fat, that body's not coming up. We're all going to have new, perfect bodies at that time. And the Bible says that uh, when the Lord comes, that the dead in Christ will rise first. And when they rise, they'll be immortal. And then we which are alive and remain will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. And then we will be caught up with those that have risen from the dead will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. And let me uh, straighten one thing out in case there are any misconceptions. A lot of people have preached that the rapture, you're going to be flying along on an airplane and suddenly your plane goes crazy because you were raptured, you're gone. Or you're driving a car and your car ends up on the top of a telephone pole because you got raptured, you're gone. Uh, you know, the Bible doesn't teach it exactly that way. You know, the, uh, Many of us have thought we're going to disappear. Boom, poof. But Jesus didn't just disappear. He led his disciples out to Bethany. And then while they're standing there talking to him, his feet leave the ground and they watch him. They watch him go. They watch him until finally a cloud engulfed him. When the rapture happens, you're not just going to poof. Now, you're going to be changed from immortality in a moment, in a twink of an eye. And then your feet are going to leave the ground, and you're going to head skyward just like Jesus did. Now, let me tell you, I've been serving the Lord a long time, and I don't want it all to end with a poof. <laughs> I mean... Don't you want to feel that transformation happen? And don't you want to look around and all the saints are heading skyward and you're with them and you're heading up and we're looking for him in the air? That's that's the way it's going to happen. We're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord.
1: (laughs) I don't want to just be a poof either. (laughs)
0: Likewise. Yeah. (laughs) Doug, I'm trying to work this out here. We don't have time to play the fifth clip. Yeah. You know what? My mic is muted. Nobody can hear
1: me, Well, but you. there you go. I heard every word you said.
0: <laughs> no one else. I think if they heard me, it was real, uh, real faint. But we don't have time to play the fifth clip. All
2: right.
0: So we're only going to have time to play the sixth clip. And so I wanted to make sure that our team um, fully understood that. That way we don't play the wrong one and run out of time. Yeah. So while we're getting that squared away, uh, let's go to the phones and let's go to... Uh, Well, you can call us as well, 877 N time 877-363-8463. We'll do our best to get you in um, and play the rest of the clip. So let's go to uh, Bruce in Canada. Bruce, welcome to End of the Age.
4: Uh, Hello there. Thank you for taking my call.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for calling.
4: I uh, remember uh, Brother Baxter back in, I think it was either 81 or 82, I went and heard Brother Baxter for my first time, and it changed my looking at, uh, because I was a new Christian, basically, maybe I might have been maybe four or five years old in the Lord, uh, being raised in RC. I didn't know really a lot about the Bible, but I was just starting out in my early conversion and being delivered from, from a lot of junk that I was involved with in the world. Uh, Brother Baxter really helped uh, kind of tune me in on the reality of a prophecy. Behold, you know, we're not all going to die, but we're going to—we're all going to be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye because death is something that comes on all of us. But some of us are going to be alive when the Lord comes. Some of us are going to be dead. And nobody knows the day nor the hour when the Lord is going to be coming. But from the look of things with end-time prophecy, Brother Baxter made me look at the seasons, and the seasons are so real, just like the leaves—they come and they go. So it's kind of like a it's like an ironic thing, but it's not ironic when you look at the reality of the scriptures, you know. And I think that Brother Baxter, because he was such a gentleman, and I had him in two churches that I pastored in Miramichi and one in Fredericton, New Brunswick. We had some tremendous crowds of people and a tremendous snowstorm. Mm -hmm. Some people had canceled, but still we had in excess of, you know, 300 people. And uh, it was amazing the material that, you know, went out. And I was so excited, you know. And matter of fact, I've, you know, talked about end time prophecies since. And I still talk about it. My wife says I'm addicted to end time <laughs> prophecy. Well, I enjoy it so much. Uh,
1: thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Bruce. Uh, we enjoy it as, as well. So it's good to hear somebody as enthused about it as we are.
0: <laughs> All right, Doug, we have another clip and we want to get to that and then we'll get to more calls. Uh, we do have some room for a few more, I think. So 877 N times the number to join us. Let's go to the sixth question.
6: Last night you referenced the Holy Roman Empire. And my question is, do you believe that the existing Pope Francis is the uh, prophet? Um, What this man is referring to is the Bible teaches the Holy Roman Empire will be reborn. The Holy Roman Empire has always had two leaders, a political leader and a spiritual leader. It's going to be the exact same way in these end times. Whoever is the Antichrist will have a religious partner, and that person will be the false prophet. Now, the uh, pope has always been the religious leader of the Holy Roman Empire. Whoever is pope at the time of the Antichrist, that man will be the false prophet. Is the present pope that person? I cannot tell you that. I think he's 84 so if we've got another seven years to go he's gonna be pretty old before this thing all wraps up doesn't mean it couldn't happen these old men will fool you sometimes (laughs) but um, I can't tell you now this man is a dyed in the wall socialist he is he believes in one world government and so he certainly has a lot of the qualifications I will tell you this though the false prophet will, according to Revelation 13, will pull down fire from heaven in the sight of men. And the whole world is going to watch this happen. And people that don't know their Bibles will be fooled. People are going to fall on their face, they're going to raise their hands, they're going to clap, they're going to weep. Because they're going to think this man has a great power from God, but it's all going to be demonic. So, make sure you know your Bible, what you believe, and why you believe it. Because the Bible says, if possible, the very elect will be deceived. But if you go through these 18 lessons we're going to be teaching here, I'll make you a promise. You will not be deceived. You're going to know what's what.
0: Well... Let's get back to the phones, Doug. The number to join us again is 877-END-TIME. Let's go to Nubia in Canada. Nubia, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, I'm actually in California, so thank
7: you for taking my call.
0: Sorry about that. The previous call was Canada, and the (laughs) CA got me. Sorry about that.
7: No, no no problem.
0: Although, um, I imagine if I was from California, I'm not sure which one I'd want to be in, California or Canada.
7: Right, well... We just bought a lot in Texas, because we're eventually going to flee California.
1: (laughs) Going to flee. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. So I'm
7: going to be a a California refugee in in Texas, (laughs) in the outskirts of San Antonio. But um, I just wanted to thank everyone there um, for everything that you guys do. My son actually shared this uh, early on before COVID hit in February, uh, Pastor Baxter's theory about the red heifer. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that being said, ever since I've been watching, uh, tuning in to your program since then, and because of Pastor Baxter's uh, devotion, and you can see it in him, how the spiritually invested he was into, you know, preaching the Word of God, I myself have shared this, and I share it with everybody, and I tell your audience to share this, whether it's through... Uh, social media, through YouTube, my source is YouTube. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more of who uh, Pastor Baxter was, just go uh, to the YouTube archives. You can find series of him and, you know, just connect with who he is and the founder. Um, I appreciate all that you guys do, including your staff. I know Pastor Baxter passed uh, his 2 years anniversary. We ended up losing our sister the following year in September. And Rachel from your ministry there uh, was a good source for us to find strength and guidance. And there's so many things you guys offer. It's not just your uh, 1 o'clock here in California, your services. Mm-hmm. But there's ways to reach out. As a, I'm a proud sponsor, partners of you guys. I decided, to, you know, me and my husband to contribute to whatever the need is. Uh, there's so many ways that we can help out. Not just by, you know, hitting the share button, but also contributing, whether it's requesting prayers through your uh, through your end of the ages program or even contributing something. Even if it's $10, it helps, you know, continue this mission. And I want to thank, you know, from the bottom of my heart, uh, Pastor Baxter did so much good into my life. And I shared this and now I have my sister that watches it. I have other people that you know I share it, and I'm not afraid or embarrassed because we're living in dark times. We can't be great anymore. We have to be white and black only we have thank to you fight for your call
0: truth. Nubia, thank you for your call. We are running out of time here. I hate to cut you off, but I just have to. Uh, we're ending the show right now with one final clip, so here we go.
6: God bless you all. I'll see you in the rapture.